I talk about a series of next-door posts that I've been saving for a while, and then I launch into what, to me, concerns me the most about the future of our country. And I try to explain it in detail. If I don't do a very good job, feel free to uh, post a comment, and I'm happy to clarify. And if you you know text me, email me, call me, whatever— most of you who listen to this have a way to get a hold of me. If you don't, find me on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter at Joe Hyzinga. And I'm on Instagram at Joe Hyzinga as well. So you should be able to find me. H-U-I-Z-E-N-G-A. H-U-I-Z-E-N-G-A. So that's what's coming up here out of the hat. Some next door posts and what I worry about with the election and the future of our country. You got a little bit of fun and a little bit of, uh uh-oh, out of the hat. Is it just me, or does everybody have bizarre neighbors? Hold on, let me get the thing you know, it's. I apologize first off for not recording an episode last week or two. You know, usually I do two or three lately, and I didn't. And shame on me. The world has just been uh, crazy, and I took a little break last weekend. Not like I really detoxed at all from it. I have been reading this big book. I'm almost done with that. Mike Tyson's autobiography, Undisputed Truth. Almost 600 pages. Go me getting through that. Um, So I'm working on that. But I had this epiphany of what I wanted to talk about on my own this week. And this could be the worst idea ever, or it could be somewhat fun. We're going to see how it goes. I get next door posts to my phone. And once in a while, I read them and I just go, huh? So I wanted to run some of these by you and see if you also have crazy neighbors. Now, this one, I can't pull up the whole thing. I got it about a week or so ago, and I, I've been saving these, the the ones that really strike me as odd. This one says, uh, headline, giant cow stealing packages. It's from Tony in my neighborhood. I can't read you the whole thing, but I've got five or six lines here. Warning, giant fat lady with terrible tattoos following Amazon trucks and stealing packages, possibly for meth or support her cow-fed addiction. Wobbles slowly and probably smells like failure. Got into small red sedan. If you notice this cow in your neighborhood, let me know and we will try to. And then I click to see more and it looks like Tony deleted the message or maybe he got you know, yelled at for not being nice and calling some some big lady a, a giant cow who was stealing packages. But I, I enjoyed that one. Um, that one made me chuckle quite a bit. So that one, I'll actually give it up to Tony. The, the wording, very creative. You know, he didn't just say, hey, we got a porch pirate. He actually described her as a, a giant fat cow who was wobbling, who was ripping off packages. That one's fine, at least in my book. This one, um, 
yay. I, I, I think I actually have had an altercation with this neighbor. She lives on another street over from me. And when I had the Great Wall incident two years ago where my wall came tumbling down, it crashed into their yard and she was a total pill. I'm just realizing this as I look at this post now. Uh, it says, feel free to use our poop station. Of course it does. If you walk your dog on, she names the street, feel free to use our doggy poop station. We just installed it outside of our business at Paw Dazzle for all our neighbors to use. Smiley emoji face, dog emoji face, double heart emojis. And I will say this. Um, great. I'm glad you installed a poop station. It's why don't you just say like we have some bags outside right by the curb that if you want to take one, go for it. And I get it. Sure. Nice deed. But you say you installed it outside of your business. A, it's your house. I see the picture in the background. It's your house. And you can claim you run a business out of it. But again, it's it's your house. And uh, this lady was nothing but a pill. Um, her landlord is also a pill who went on like a three-week African safari and would not pay for half of the uh, wall that was on our property line to get it put back up. So, uh, yeah, demerit for her. Uh, not a fan of them at all. All right, moving on. Next one we got here from Al. Status of, and then he lists an address here of a house. What is latest on getting rid of small houses and annoying barking dogs? I notice it seems there are fewer dogs, but just the one often barks between 4 and 5 a.m., and it always wakes me. Sometimes it's not even the post that's good as much as some of the comments. I haven't even read through these, but let's see what we got here. Rebecca says, did you talk to her? Great way to know. By sharing information, bet she would be happy to be neighbors and maybe become aware her dog is disturbing you. I can tell you firsthand, Rebecca, that is not true. When you talk to somebody about their little yappers, um, they're, they're not always the nicest and the most pleasant. Um, somebody responds to Al again and says, that's why God gave dogs a mouth to bark. Ooh, smart one. And I would say this, like the lady in question who I was mentioning with her yappers, she said that she got them for her kids who um, are disabled, which I was very sympathetic to. But what I'm I'm failing to understand is the dogs were not being taken care of. They simply left the dogs in their backyard at all hours, never walked them. I question if they were even you know, taking care of them, like feeding them or letting them out of these little crates. And no wonder the dogs were barking at all hours. Um, yeah, so th this is not meant to be a, a post just to bag on that one specific neighbor, but she's truly terrible, and I understand why her husband, uh, I believe, divorced her. Okay, next post. Uh, shoes delivered. Anyone order shoes? This is from Mark. Shoes delivered, not valid address. Send me info describing package and name so I can give you my address to pick them up. Very nice of Mark, I would say, to let all of the whole neighborhood know that shoes showed up for somebody. But I'm guessing however they came, 
why wouldn't you just reach out to that company and say, hey, we, you know, let's say it's Amazon, for instance, like just send them back to Amazon or send them back to, um, is it, uh, not Zippos, Zappos? I think it's Zappos. Just, just send them back. Wouldn't that be easier? And just saying, hey, return to sender, you got the wrong address here, as opposed to trying to hit up random people on Nextdoor, because here's what happens under the comments. Amy responds, I did. And then she gives her first and last name and her address, says, I've been waiting for them. They're for my son's wedding. Where can I get them? Thanks. Are they from Light in the Box? Question mark. Mark says, no, they're not. Then she asks another question. Are they silver? Mark says, no, they're not. Two pairs of kids' shoes, which he spelled K-I-D-A shoes. Kaida shoes, obviously. Um... Then another person says, here, very nice of you, but if you received my ruby slippers by mistake, I need them to get back home. Thanks for being a good neighbor. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's so funny. Great. Um, I just, I, to me, it's just so annoying how, like, sometimes it's not just the post, but then it's just the comments that just totally devolve into nothingness. Uh, we've got here. Now, this one, I'd never seen this before. The headline was Dog Cardiologist. I thought the vet in general was a one-stop shop when it came to all the needs of your pets. And look, I have a cat. Um, the dearly departed Mr. Pinky. He got the sudden onset kidney failure. I didn't even know that was a thing. But they said that it was going to be like $20,000 to save him. And there were no guarantees that a kidney transplant was even going to save the pinkster. But they said that's essentially what he would need, and they advised I'd not do it because, again, there were no guarantees. Um, but Wendy here wants a dog cardiologist. Can anyone recommend a good dog cardiologist? I love dogs too. Just because I've owned cats for the last several years does not mean I'm anti-dog. I am anti-little yapper. Not anti-little dog. Just don't leave your dogs outside to yap at all hours. I'm against that. Elizabeth replies to Wendy, says, I would call and ask Dr. Kedrowski. She lists the name of his place. He's literally amazing. And if he can't help, he might have someone great he can recommend. Another person says that, you know, vet med has specialists in practice. Cardio's one specialty. And then Wendy responds here. Thank you, everyone. However, we are looking for a specialist, one that solely does cardiology. Our dog has inflammatory encephalitis of the brain. Let's see what else we got here. We've been managing that for the last five years. Our vet detected a heart murmur today and recommended us see a specialist. However, the one he recommended is booked until December. Just hoping to find one that can get us in sooner for an echo. Echocardiogram, I'm guessing. Um, that's the crappy part about owning a pet is you can get insurance for them, but gosh, like sometimes it feels like it's a racket. Like I understand the vet needs to make money too, but $20,000 for a kidney transplant for my cat. It's like, I I got the cat for free. Like I, I understand you need to make money and I'm guessing you don't just have cat kidneys hanging out in the back, but you know, these are meant to be our, our little buddies and badettes. Um, you know, how much is a dog cardiologist supposed to be that, gosh, you're booked till December? It's September. 
How can you be booked that far? Only got a few more of these. This one, I tried to click on the post, and I've seen this several times over the last few months. The headline was, Anyone Lose a Tortoise? Really? I need to bring my buddy Alonzo on. I may even give him a shout here in a few minutes because he has a, I think it's a turtle. Its name is Speedy. And Alonzo keeps Speedy in an aquarium. And Speedy goes outside when Alonzo goes outside, but Speedy's never gotten away. Like, that's what I don't understand. So does somebody just leave, like, their their big tortoise in the backyard and it digs its way out and and they don't box it in in such a way that it cannot get outside? Like, well, anyways, if you're at uh, 34th and Evans, a week or so ago they were on the lookout for a tortoise. Let's see here. Why, why is this one not opening? I, I had this ready to go. Um, headline, cracked screen iPhones. Does anyone know where I could sell a couple of iPhones that have cracked screens? I would guess just about any store. You could probably take it in somewhere and get it repaired and then sell it without the cracked screen, maybe. Now, there's an idea. Uh, I will give it up for Tracy who posted that, though, because it actually gave me an idea of what I can do with an old iPod that I have. so And it's not cracked or anything. So thank you, Tracy, for, for that you know, semi-useful post. Um, the worst posts, which I haven't seen a lot lately, but they evolve in just a billion comments, um, where, oh, shucks, this one's gone? What happened here? This This one... I was really hoping to get into. I don't know. We'll scroll through a few more of these. Um, The comments that are the worst are the people who post anything political, like, hey, this person stole my my Trump flag, and then it'll be like a picture that could not be blurrier, that's in the dark, that has somebody, like, wearing a mask, or like, hey, you know, this person ripped off my Biden yard sign. It's like, Look, I understand we're 40-some days away from an election. If you put out the yard sign, I know people aren't supposed to take it. I know it's illegal to do that. But don't you kind of know that everything election right now is super charged and people get triggered and they're going to rip off a flag? I know they shouldn't do that. But maybe don't put up a sign on or a flag, like my neighbor has one, for instance, and he's had it up for like two years, that says Trump 2020, quote, no more bullshit. And I saw that and I just rolled my eyes because I think there's been plenty of that over the last four years. And I think there would be plenty of that under a Biden presidency as well. It's like, you know, people just get irked about this stuff and some people will respond like you know that that serves you you deserve to get it stolen or oh you know that's terrible and it just becomes a political fight in the comments like i like next door but the purpose of it is to make neighbors aware of things and to help each other out like my dad shares a story with me about somebody asked about a store and said it was at this location and my dad went on there and said nope it was actually here and they were talking about it back in like the 70s or something 
And this person jumped down to my, my dad's throat, and my dad has been a lifelong resident of Ann Arbor. He knows where this store was. And he posted about it. Somebody said, like, no, that's wrong. And then they went and Googled, and no, sure enough, my dad was right. It's like everything doesn't have to be a fight. And and it's okay to laugh a little bit, too. Like, if you're going to post, hey, come use our poop station, like, you're opening yourself up to me joking about it on my podcast. Um, I don't know what this one was supposed to be because I, I can't open it up anymore, which is very unfortunate. Um. Oh, 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 maybe I can get it here. Let's try. Here we go. Headline, strange lights, eastern sky. Any idea what the big orange light with two smaller lights is in the eastern sky, pulsating, not moving? It's, it's obviously aliens, Rebecca. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> it's, it's, it has to be aliens. Uh, I think they're out there. But I, I don't think they're going to invade our neighborhood first. I think they're, they're I don't know where they're going to show up, but I, I don't think they're, they're coming for us. So that is my thought that I want to talk about these lovely posts that I get on Nextdoor once in a while. And when I see some, I'll jump on here. I'll jump into a few of them. I'm still working on the dating thing. I have a couple pictures that I like. I still need to get more, and I will keep working on that as I'm sitting here. Now I'm cleaning up my email. I'm sure you're just riveted by that to no end. Um, what else have I been up to? Oh, we could talk about this for a minute or two. Are you familiar at all with she's an influencer on Instagram? At least that's what I'd call her. She's got a very popular show as well called Let's and then the F word date. Um, her name is Serena Kerrigan, and I love her content. She is super confident. She calls herself the queen of confidence, and she has this dating show that she started on Instagram. And she's in New York, I'm pretty sure. Not sure if it's Manhattan or where. And she posted this Instagram comment from somebody in her story, and essentially called this woman a racist. And I just shot a note back to her. And the lady definitely did not seem to be the nicest, but one thing I really try to follow, and I'm by no means perfect at it, is not labeling people. Like, don't say, hey, um, all Biden backers are morons, or, you know, the president is an idiot. Like, look, if you feel that, that's fine. But I just... I'm careful about the labels where I work because, again, it inflames people and it sets them off. And the second you do that, you immediately tick off, maybe it's not 50%, but 30 or 40% of the people who listen to you. So I try to be sensitive to that, at least if I'm on the air. And I just sent her a note, Serena Kerrigan a note, and I said like, hey, um, you may just want to be careful about you know, the labels and... I deleted some of this, so unfortunately I can't bring it all up. I, um, I said to her, I don't know her and I enjoy your content, but I definitely don't know you either. 
I'd just be cautious of labeling someone a racist. She may be ignorant, uninformed, unaware. She could be a racist, but labeling people in general will trigger them, and it expands that divide you're talking about. Doesn't mean we all have to hug it out, I agree. Talking and trying to see things from the other person's perspective is the way to go. But I feel people in general are way too quick with labeling those who disagree. And Serena Kerrigan actually shot me a message back. Give it up to her. She says, haha, no, it's a word. She needs to confront her white fragility. People, white people, need to separate their individuality from this. Um, and then I said, how do you prove to someone you've never met who calls you a racist that you're not one? And she said, you don't, because white people are racist. It's a spectrum, not a binary. And that's interesting to me. Like, so is it just white people? Like, are, are Chinese people racist? Are Latino people racist? Are black people racist? Or just white people? Um, and, and I would love to talk to others about this, and I want to read the book White Fragility. I haven't yet, and I certainly will. But it doesn't seem fair to me to just say, well, all white people are some degree of racist, but not people of other races? Like, how the heck does that work? Um, and maybe I just need to read the book to understand it better. But um, she went on to say, you know, racism isn't just Ku Klux Klan. I'd agree with that. Uh, she says it's partly things we don't even realize. Sure, I agree with that. And she says, I think it's important to just address it head on. I agree with that, too. And I told her, fair point. Thanks for taking the time. I do plan on reading that book. I think we all should. Um, and I asked her, how would you say you're racist? And I haven't seen a response back yet. And I know she's, I believe, Argentinian. Um, but I, I guess that's my question is, you know, is it fair to just say, you know, all white people are racist and slap that on them? But, you know, people of other races now are not racist. And I, I want to understand the concept of privilege and, you know, white privilege better and have good dialogue with people on that. And it's one thing that I struggled with in my relationship with my ex is she would call me out on that at times for white privilege. And and I would say to her, okay, you know, what am I supposed to do about that? Or, you know, help me understand this better. Help me unpack this because I can't do anything about the fact that, that I was born to my parents where I was. They sent me to a private Catholic school that I went to. What am I supposed to do about that? Because now I'm sitting here and I'm telling you I want to listen. I want to learn. I want to understand. I try to put myself in other people's shoes. And I can't stress enough how much I think everybody has struggles to overcome. And some may be with race. Some may be with gender. Some may be with uh, an illness or a disability um, or any number of other things. And to me, what I worry about most with our country is we're not having these conversations anymore. We're getting to this point where we just dig our heels in and say, you know, that's the way it is. And, you know, if you don't agree with me, screw you. And if you do agree with me, we don't need to talk about it. And we too often just want to hang out with the people who are just like us. When I talked to my buddy Scott a couple weeks ago about politics a lot, I, I recall I asked him about, you know, who he 
has political conversations with, and he largely said it was people on the left. I can't remember exactly how he put it because he said it wasn't people who necessarily were such Hillary backers like he is, but it was people on the left. To me, it's important that that we all have these discussions, that you know, white people interact with Latinos and black people inter- interact with Asian people and that we all, you know, intermingle and have these conversations. And even if they're awkward, we we need to understand that. I want to be careful how I phrase this, but I want to be deliberate about it at the same time. The people who are sensitive, let's just say that I was a gay man for instance. I'm not, but let's say that I was. And I was having a conversation with a straight person. If I was gay, I would need to be um, honest about my background and my experiences, and I would want to explain where I was coming from. And I would hope that I was getting enough respect from the other person that they would not insult me and my beliefs and background and who I am as a person, but also that they would freely listen to me. And the person on the other side needs to be sensitive to the gay person and ask thought-provoking questions and honest questions and do so in such a way that they don't attack that person. It's, it's a two-way street with, with politics, with race, with gender, with all these things. And... That's really what I worry about. We're losing. And it doesn't matter if if President Trump is in power or President Biden comes to, you know, take over in a few months here. That's what I worry about is that we're increasingly only hanging out with like minded individuals and we get ticked off at the other side and we slap labels on them, whether it's uh, Democrat or Republican or racist or, you know, you know, homo or whatever it may be. Um, you know, just hurtful terms to people. And I worry that we're not open and honest with each other and caring with our words. It's funny to me, I sit here and think about, gosh, I was just talking about next door and you might sit there and say, well, Joe, you were just, you know, cutting down all your neighbors behind their back. They post these posts and yeah, I was trying to have some fun and add some levity, some things. And 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 this is a, a separate discussion to me. If you think it's not, feel free to share with me and, and I'll listen. Um, but we all need to engage. And our country heads back in the right direction to me when Republicans and Democrats and independents can all sit down and we can be sensitive to everybody and their feelings, but yet also open and honest enough that we're not offended by everything that everyone says. Does that make sense? So it's not that we all sit down and we're all super fragile and we all get triggered the second we sit down, but we're honest with our feelings and we give everybody the benefit of the doubt that they're coming at this from a positive place. And we need to truly come at it from a positive place and try to be the best people that we can be. Um, so, so that would be my big message, that I really try to put that out there to a lot of people when I talk to them lately, that that's my fear, 
about this election and about social media as I see it. And I just see endless strings of comments on Twitter posts of, you know, people just blowing up about stuff. Like when Cindy McCain the other day endorsed uh, uh, Joe Biden, you know, it's immediately lining up on two sides, either people who say like, yeah, you did the right thing or always a rhino or this, that or the other. It's just like, you know what? How about we just let it go? Like, I try to subscribe to if you can't say something nice on social media, just don't say anything. And with the next door posts, yeah, I I find a little funny that my neighbors posted about a poop station. If that makes me a bad guy, so be it. If I'm a bad guy because I I get a chuckle out of somebody who says that the tortoise got away from somebody's yard, yep, then, then, then that's fine. I'm a bad guy. Just trying to have a little bit of fun here and... Also trying to talk about something that I think is very important, and I I do think there's a difference in those two things. So that's what I got. It's uh, Friday afternoon, early evening. I think I'm going to have some more conversations with uh, some more people over the next day or two here. I'll I'll get some stuff going on, and um, I'm going to leave you with that for now. All right? I hope you have a great weekend, great, you know, next several weeks, and be well.